Welcome to Patreon's Wood Eyes podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to be going deeper into the non-breath, but we thought we'd talk a little bit more about uh, soundless to sound frequency vibration because as you all know, this is really where we come from and it's in every epicenter of everything we participate in in life. Um, very consciously and uh, it's the reason why we do these it's the reason why we love to share with others and listen most of all listen because when we listen we get a biofeedback of um, which direction to um, serve in a greater repertoire of sound waves so we're going to start with the non-breath so the reason why we're focusing on the non-breath is because no matter where you are in your life it can be your navigational uh, embodied energy in guiding you as you uh, and expanding as you in whatever direction you want to take. So no matter what you're doing in life, no matter who you are in this moment or whether you want to be something else and other than what you are or expand on who you are uh, and, and change or, or continue to do with whatever it is you're doing in your field of expertise or, or whatever, it's all very relevant to the non-breath. Because remember, the non-breath is the very presence um, of the isness within your uh, cellular structure and way beyond that. In other words, it's your interconnectivity to your uh, multidimensional cosmic self. And uh, but very, very present, obviously, in any form that you choose to um, take the embodied energy into, including your human form, which is also constantly shifting in its evolutionary process. And... Um, that's subject to however you want to evolve on any particular level. So often you might have been aware that you get an insight of something, you get a sense of something, uh, something that's going to happen or you get a physiological sensing that, um, you know, whether it's through a dream or you get a, a you know, a, a sort of a churning in the stomach or it could be anything. But your being has a way of um, letting you know or triggering some aspect that you feel comfortable within to let you know that something's going on. You know, some people call it a spiritual epiphany or you, some, you, you know, get more light into your being and uh, you have this um, sort of next level of awakening for whatever that is. It could be anything. There's no greater or less than awareness in this. It's very, very personal and intimate uh, on, on a human level. But then cosmically speaking, it's always, always known what your experiences are. So the more and ready, and only if you're ready and open to it, more love and light come into your being. And when we use the word love, we're talking about that unconditional primordial energy that has a sense of incredible elation, warmth, calmness, um, and just you feel your own flow. You know, you feel there's no monkey mind going on, there's no mental... Um, constructs going on and being elaborated and um, built upon it's something where you just feel the presence of being and it's amazing it, you know sometimes it lasts for nanoseconds sometimes a minute sometimes longer sometimes you know it could be a day but it's so easy in this world uh, or in your own world to just move out of that and get caught up in the worry of existence, you know, whether it's something external or your own mindsets creating different thought patterns that are creating situations that haven't even happened, but you're creating them and either bringing those situations to you or giving you fodder to we uh, to um, worry over. So letting go of that, imagine if you are a worrier, imagine as in you worry about everything or even, you know, anything really uh, and it's perpetuating and it's a constant um, thing in your life 
then it can detract from the everyday beauty in your world, in, in your own uh, revelation of who and what you are in your primordial self. So this is why we're focusing um, in the next few podcasts in particular within the nod breath. So we're asking if you're interested, and only if you're interested, but most of you have commented on the importance of um, being centered in your own journey. You know, if you've got a, a lot, what you think is a life-saving, uh, life, life-changing uh, journey ahead of you and you're not sure which way to go, and so you begin to worry about, oh, which step should I take? If I do this, will it be wrong? Will I get to where I want to go? Because at the end of the day, wherever you want to be, you'll, you'll get there no matter what. And you're never alone on the journey. There's always energy around you, supporting you, nurturing, nourishing you. It's just whether we as people let that in. And, you know, some of you, as you're lightening your and shifting your vibrations, you'll find that you um, connect with more and more beings of light, you know, in different forms, not just what is perceived as a human form, but just in different forms. And you might start having people come into life that will come and go or some will stay. And you yourself can see that they've changed. You know, you look at them, you think you're someone else now, you know. And you, you might personally be going through that where you know that you're not who you once were, you know, the day before or even five minutes ago, maybe you're really that conscious and that present that you know that your your very being and, and entity has changed within your cellular structure. And some of you are very aware that your cells are constantly multiplying in such an amazing state of sattvic well-being that, um, and let's just explain the word sattvic. So sattvic is simply light amplified in um, pure consciousness, just, you know, to be an awareness uh, but yeah there's so many things you could be experiencing but coming into the non-breath whatever way you choose to become that presence and there's so many ways there's so many tools there's so many people talking about it but using different terminology you'll know because what resonates with you but the first thing we always recommend and uh, is and really require of anyone when you're participating in these podcasts and uh, what we do with Budai is to first of all trust yourself because and ask the question of yourself before you take on other people's opinions or experiences because we're all just sharing things that we know in the moment that we know them. But then as we go along our journey, more information comes to us, you know, through either experiences in existence or more a shift in vibration comes into play and different frequencies of sound come through, elevating the understanding, all the wisdom and knowledge that's coming through and uh, showing a different uh, take on something or a completely different existence altogether. So if you're ready to be unlimited within your own journey, and let go of the fearful constructs that um, can be so dominating in a person's life, then coming into the non-breath is one of the most exciting and liberating experiences you can gift yourself at any given time. And it's something that can be a great reminder. So if you catch yourself getting all caught up in the worrying of something or feeling it not that you don't have enough of something or that you feel that you want something but it's just going to be out of your reach and impossible to get or obtain then coming into the non-breath just seems to put yourself at ease with any of that. You cease to be in those thinking constructs of it and just come into the eternal trust and uh, instantly you'll feel that sense of serenity. But also you'll trust your journey and know that as you feel the moment comes upon you and an impulse of some action or inaction um, resonates with you, you'll know that that is the decision that's, or the action or inaction that's meant to be taken. And so that's that's something that you become more and more experienced and, and in that 
moment to moment being in the now presence, you become um, more aware, more comfortable in that space and your journey tends to take a different elevated state of consciousness. So one of the most important things to be aware of is also the ability to care about yourself, to start valuing yourself because as you recognize where you feel about who and what you're about in a, you know, how valuable you are and how how wonderful you are in a very grounded sensitivity, it really changes. You get this core strength within your heart center and you can actually feel the beating of the heart in a different way than you would have if you, you know, felt like, you know, the low self-esteem was occurring or negative thought frames were coming up and, and that sort of mindset. So being aware of that and, and being willing to let all that go also serves you for um, the joy of expanding into different soundless to sound frequencies and the vibrations that they embody. So instead of, you know, in, in people like to meditate, and if you're one of these people that likes to meditate, whatever form that takes, then um, the words that we are resonate within this podcast will probably follow you in whatever form that you like to do whether you like to do your meditation type work or find a sense of peace when you go surfing or or running along the beach or going for a jog or sitting with family members but you're already one of these people that can just center yourself immediately and feel that inner calm or you know it could be anything Whatever it is for you, some people feel more comfortable sitting down and, and, and just being quiet or listening to a meditation tape or CD or, or a podcast or going to a meditation class, any of those things. We're going to go into something else with that. We're just going to ask in your everyday life to just take a nanosecond, not a minute, not a moment, a nanosecond. A nanosecond is so brief, as you as you can imagine and well know. Just a nanosecond be, can be that limp in your day that awakens you to something that's just been going on in your mind, you know, or going on around you that you're participating in or you have invested your embodied energy into. And in that nanosecond, you have the opportunity to feel many things. You could feel the joy. If it's something you really love, you can take that nanosecond and feel that instantaneous sensitivity of pure joy and truly immerse yourself into that resonance you might be in that nanosecond experiencing something that's discording you know that's very discorded energy and and not so enjoyable in that moment you have that nanosecond to feel where you're at with it and make the decision to be something else in that moment if you're upset you have that nanosecond to awaken to that understanding of what's happening. It's only a nanosecond. Instantly you might say, I'm happy or unhappy. In that nanosecond, you're aware of it and you can change it. It's that quick just by making the decision to. You might be in a situation where it's very discorded and you feel really uncomfortable. That nanosecond that you've gifted yourself, you can be aware to honor yourself and place yourself in an environment, even if you can't physically move your body out of that situation, you can create the space around you to shift your vibrational life force into a different frequency. It takes a nanosecond. So we're bringing it back into that instant nanosecond construct because often when we think about meditation, we we think about time. Spend that half an hour, spend that 10 minutes. So we're going to not even think about the word meditation so much as becoming present in that nanosecond. It just takes, it can take a stressor out of that 
having to make time to do set aside time to do something or be something or be somewhere to do something and uh, we know that you'll understand what we're saying as you listen to this and when you're truly listening to what we're saying and some of you won't when you first listen to this podcast you won't you'll be in a thousand different places mentally you know and it's just a background noise that's espousing through your audio system but when you're really ready and you feel this impromptu call to listen to this podcast yet again you'll start to really listen not hear but listen to what's actually being asked um, of you but only if you're ready and only if you want to because by all means this is totally free will to do something like this and only if you feel like it's what you want to do you know that's the thing that's the joy about um, freedom of um, currency in energy you know you can make the decisions but it's highly worth it if you want to spend that nanosecond it can be any nanosecond throughout a day you can do it as many times as you want but it's amazing as you more the more you do it the more you you allow yourself that gift of a nanosecond of being present you know connecting with exactly what's really happening in that nanosecond it's amazing how your clarity of focus and your shift in attention and intention will transform and in a society that's quite time poor that always feels like it's on a productivity timeline of performing in some way whether it's within your family nucleus or at work or with friends there's this this feeling that you've got to perform or become something or be something other than maybe what you really want to be sometimes you just want to be nothing you know and nothing can give you this incredible sense of space that that, that emptiness that's full simultaneously where you feel the presence of the all that is or or you know just that state of awareness in consciousness that's just the silence of existence it's a really beautiful um, meditative state uh, but definitely it's always there ready for you to tap into so we're going to ask you and keep repeating this nanosecond protocol and protocol we use that term because your protocol is what comes before, you know, there's a there's a, there's a there's something that you go into in order to achieve something. Well, the protocol with this would be to gift yourself a nanosecond throughout any particular moment in any particular day, week, month, whatever, to just literally in that nanosecond tune in, tap into the primordial you. So it deepens your understanding of yoga. So for us, and something that Lord Shiva has always uh, created an awareness within this body when it comes through, is that yoga it simply means true union, in that union, that one of existence with it, all that is, all that's cosmically primordial, which is your physical form as well. It's also cosmically prime. And if you ever have a, a moment where you sort of don't understand that concept, if you think about it in the way that your heart is pumping, without you even telling it to or thinking it to because it's connected to consciousness itself. It's connected to that primordial cosmic awareness of how to function in a human form, into a form, just like plants know how to photosynthesize. You know, it's not thinking about it. It's simply in the flow of that stream of the awareness and the knowing. It just simply does it, you know. And it's something that we ourselves are very, very much involved in moving forward into this body's journey. Definitely we're going deeper deep and deeper into the sound waves within nature. And within nature also incorporates humanity. So one is not disconnected from the other. The patterns of nature are also the patterns in, in humanity. The difference is nature doesn't overthink things. It simply expresses itself. 
without that overthinking mindset, you know, that tends to create limitation every which way. So that's something that we're going to be um, going deeper in, in awareness and for the plant lovers and nature lovers, um, you know, maybe you'll be able to participate and please drop us a line, send, send us some notes on uh, your take or your experiences because something like that is always wonderful to share and, you know, sometimes you don't always realise that there are other people having similar experiences, never exactly the same, but definitely can be similar. Or maybe there's something that you just want to share that maybe someone can benefit from your wisdom and uh, your expression and the way you express it. It's That's the whole point of definitely here within Buddha Hub to openly communicate with others on many, many different sound waves. For us, there's infinite streams of sound, light coming through and very consciously with different entities coming through, utilising one physical cellular structure but simultaneously we're in other physical structures as well plants are very much part of what we're embodied energy in and probably so many of you are too maybe just not so physically aware of it uh, so with that said we're going to close off that flow for the moment and let you take that onto a journey or, or let it go completely and not even bother whatever suits you and we're going to start talking uh, with Ganesh <laughs> so Ganesh is known in this world as the remover of obstacles but for me um, and my name's Aesis or some people say Isis but it's Aesis is um, you know we've been uh, lifelong in, in an infinity lifelong um, journey together and uh, you know, where everything in, in, in life, in this physical form, and our connection just gets deeper and deeper and deeper within this cellular structure. And come September, we're going to have a completely different take on that, but also like a blowing in and blowing out of different tapestries of light that will have a different, very, very different discourse in this world that takes quantum physics into the next light frequency. So we'll, we'll, we'll share not that specific thing, but we'll certainly share offshoots of what that involves. So Ganesh wanted to share some experiences that he's had in uh, his journey within working with a lot of people that he, you know, when there's literally thousands, right? Because <laughs> he's known in pretty much nearly every country, if not all countries on some level. But for me, for me, as a, as a, as a person, um, you know, I know him as someone who's not only my best friend, but you know, a lover, a, a lover in life, and uh, a brother, a sister, because he's known as Ganesha as well. But also, he's the light of my life. You know, he's someone that I have a laugh with, as someone that I can cry with if I want to. He's someone that's just there, you know, and really taught me to taught, taught me to take the worry out of my own journey especially when it comes to self-expressing publicly about anything that I participate because I, I personally participate with many many beings you know many beings <laughs> on so many sound waves and often my work has required me to speak very publicly about that and that's not always a comfortable thing to do and as you all probably have had to do something publicly that maybe didn't sit well with you maybe you were hesitating maybe you thought oh what will this mean if I say this to someone? You know, just on that that particular level or any level, it can be daunting, you know, so you have to take that deep, elongated breath and just connect with who and what you're about and just flow with it. But 
that's not always easy, is it? Sometimes we hesitate. Sometimes we're going through something where we we know we want to say something, but it just won't come out of our mouth. <laughs> you know, it just won't come out. So we bury it. And something neat that needs to be heard never gets heard because we suppress it and become oppressive within ourselves. So that's something that um, Ganesh or Lord Ganesh, um, you know, depending on where you feel comfortable with. Lord, you know, simply means an empowered being, right? You know, but different people, depending on your background, may have a different understanding of that word. So so for me, that's why I hesitate using that word. But Lord Ganesh is someone that um, is just funny. You know, he just loves having worked with him with people when they've rung up and we've had consultations and we've done Skype consultations. When he connects with the person that's asked him to work with him, you know, the, the, the complete heart-centred exploration that happens and that the connectivity of that is sublime it's it's beyond word in ex- being able to express the feeling that 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 you get because that sense of unconditional love that he shares is ah an ecstatic state in so many ways the interesting thing or the irony irony in that is that there's a belief system with many people that just by having a being outside of you that is there to serve in infinite ways and help and, and serve in many ways, really, or infinite ways, as we said, or I said, and he said, is that you'll fi- he'll fix every little thing in your life. And it's not about fixing something, even though he can remove obstacles. It's more about becoming the embodied energy of that infinity and recognising that we ourselves put obstacles in her own way, and usually by the way we see the world, by the way we see ourselves, the way we limit what's possible in our life. And one of the things I've noticed with Ganesh and and personally experienced is, and not only him, but there's so many more beings that I work with, is that ability to um, let go of that, that limited consciousness and be open to infinity. And it's easy, but then so much of it isn't easy because our mind just starts wanting to create limitations. It says the I can't instead of yes I can and yes I am, you know, and you you all would have experienced that even if it's in a moment or a nanosecond, we're into nanoseconds, right? So Ganesh wanted to share some of the joys he's had with all of you. He's enjoyed the the farts of life. In other words, when you're you're espousing wind, right? You know, because we get windy in our language, don't we? Get windy in our conversation. We get windy in other areas. I know, right? He's in the base track, the base energy center. But we also get windy in how we we puff ourselves up. You know, we 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 preen and plume ourselves in a false sense of what is, instead of just getting down and you know down with ourselves and insofar as connect with our primordial self and really share the beauty of what we're able to be in this world, we can get caught up. So he wanted to share and say thank you for sharing the farts of life, you know, because that is equally as beautiful when you know your own flow and you go with your flow and you live it and love it no matter what. So in that, he wanted to thank you. It's been a pure joy. Because so often people don't realize that the universe gives you thanks back you know, in this world where there's a big focus in personal growth is being in gratitude. But he wanted to share that in gratitude, you're also able to receive gratitude back. So 
the Om or the primordial essences in gratitude of you also for giving the gift of life to yourself, giving yourself the opportunity to have a form that then creates a world that can create an embodied energy that is so wondrous in its nature that the world is your oyster. In other words, it knows no bounds. It can create the most magical things in this life. So in that He's in gratitude and, and very, very grateful for your existence because in that, he also gets to exist in that wonderment. So that's what he wanted to share. So that was unexpected, wasn't it? So this is the way the universe works. It works in giving and receiving and it does it with such pure intention. It's, there's no strings attached and it's something that we've noticed with people. Often you give something with strings attached and when you're in an upset moment, then all of a sudden that ill will comes up or that bitterness comes up where you want to take it back or you get bitter about, oh, well, I saved up for this and I gave you that and I, you know, all that sort of mindset comes up and we do that in so many things. Well, I work hard and why didn't I get that promotion or I work hard and how come that person is getting more pay than I am now you know that mindset that just keeps bubbling up moment to moment just you know through life it intermittently it's not always a constant but it certainly does come up many of us have experienced that right even if it's just briefly in our journey and then we move on and as we grow as a person it becomes less and less and then some, suddenly out of nowhere it'll rise up again because there's been a trigger as it's ignited that so in that, we want to bring you back to how we started this podcast, if you're ready and if you're open to it, to come back into being ready to take that nanosecond and experience what you're in that nanosecond going through. You know, is it joy? Is it love? Is it laughter? Is it all of the above? Is it sadness? Is it terror? Do you feel scared? Do you feel worried? What is it? And if you feel those things, decide to not to be that anymore. Decide that or ask yourself, Decide that you want to ask yourself when you're feeling that way, well, why do I feel that way? It could be that simple. You don't have to come up with the answer straight away. You've given you that, that gift of that nanosecond just to ask that question. And then in another nanosecond, ask yourself if you've got that response. And if you don't, you've got a nanosecond at a different time frame to ask it again. So you get an understanding of what we're saying here. Be kind to yourself always along the journey. Share the wonderment of who and what you're about because even when we're upset, we're wonderful. You know, because sometimes when we're upset, it's given rise to a different and greater depth of understanding of what we're going through and what we put ourselves through and maybe what the ripple effect out into the greater world is all about. So this is what Shiva wanted to, um, or Lord Shiva wanted to share in the next part of this podcast because... <laughs> Buddha Hub is a community-based podcast. So Lord Shiva wanted to share the Nataraj, the dance of life. So who knows and loves how to dance, knows how to, loves, loves and knows how to dance. And you might have said, oh, no. <laughs> Dancing is movement, you know. Notice we didn't, it's not about great dancer or bad dancer. <laughs> Dancing simply means the art of moving. Everyone can move to some degree, whether... Your eyes are able to move. You can dance with your eyes, you know. So if you find your limbs don't work, you can dance with your eyes, whether you look up or down or, or you can blink. You know, there's something that can move, you know. Even if you've got something helping you to breathe, there's movement there. That can create a dance. Others, your, your limbs and everything is functioning in a different way. They can move, right? Taking the judgment out and removing the good and bad and just letting yourself move, you all know how to dance. So the Nataraj. 
The Nataraj is a, a potent form of cosmic dancing. When you connect to your own flow that is known as the dance within, you know, and sometimes your body isn't moving, but you feel that your heart is dancing, your solar plexus is dancing, your emotions are dancing, you know, in your sacral, you know, where you feel and sense so many things, and then you've grounded in your your energy center, your base chakra, uh, base energy center, your muladhara. So there's all these things that are other nataraj, you know, and often images depict uh, pravati and. Um, Lord Shiva dancing in a particular way, and that is that is the cosmic dance. But that takes many forms, and that's something that he wanted to express in this podcast because this is a very powerful, empowered podcast regarding the non-breath, and this all falls into that aligned presence, which is um, a state of being. And you can be that in anything you you choose to be. So the Nataraj is something he wanted to share. So that part of the podcast he shared. So in comes Maha Lakshmi. So Lakshmi is known as the goddess of abundance, which is in every single person, male or female, the goddess of abundance is present. Sometimes you don't know it. Sometimes you feel like you're, you feel um, whether you're poor health, poor, poor financially, poor uh, in emotional state, poor in not having a lot of friends, poor, you know, lack of something, you know. So we're going to turn that around and start validating that every single being, every single person can tune in and tap into Maha Lakshmi, the goddess of abundance, because it's in every vital organ of your resonance. It's in every vital breath. It's simply a state of consciousness. When you start seeing abundance, whether you can see abundance of greenery in your world and that makes you smile, that's the seeding of a different evolution of what you feel and express and resonate in the state of abundance. You know, you have an abundance of um, connections. You can connect to every nadi in your being. You can connect to every cell in your body. You can connect to, you know, maybe you want to take it out of your body and connect to the, the trees that are around you that, you know, help you to smile. You know, maybe you love breathing the air that the trees have just helped clear and, and keep clean. Maybe it's an abundance of people that you really love to be around. Maybe it's an abundance of um, cars. Maybe you have, a, there's always something that you can see there's an abundance of. Maybe you're feeling an abundance of happy, thing, happy things. Maybe you're feeling an abundance of unhappy things. There's still an abundance. So if you're one of these people that feels an abundance of un, sadness and unhappiness, then you're already in a state of um great wealth, okay, and if you don't like that kind of wealth, if you don't like an abundance of sadness, then in that, take that nanosecond and make the decision to see things differently in your life. Take that nanosecond and ask the question, how can I change this? So just that nanosecond, you can see how one nanosecond is very empowered. You know, you don't have to do this for minutes and half an hour, an hour, just a nanosecond different way of perceiving persistently consistent and so if you've been someone who feels very sad and have long moments of sadness and it's been going on for a long time take that nanosecond and choose to look in the mirror and smile even if you don't feel like smiling take that nanosecond and see a smile reflected back in that mirror image even if you don't believe it's real take that nanosecond so you see what we're saying, a nanosecond can transform your world. 
when we created what I have, one of the things that we, um, Ganesh said actually, was perceptions transforms your world. And that's what he's talking about. One nanosecond can transform your world. And there's many nanoseconds in a minute. So you can imagine how easy it is to then, by using one nanosecond, to change the way you live your life. Or by changing it, maybe it's something you love your life as it is, you just want to keep expanding in that and keep growing in that because you're thriving. You know, there's just nothing you want to change. You just want to keep going and growing with it. In that nanosecond, you've made that decision. So now... Om Ayam Sarasvati is also present. And so is Hanuman. And so is Rama. So those three have come in, and Brahma, those four have now come into, and Gautama Buddha, and Happy Buddha. And here we go. So this is the rest of the stream that hangs out in the Buddha hub. So they're all present. So let's talk about Om Ayam Sarasvati. So her gift in this world is wisdom, knowledge, and education, and the arts. So there's an artist in everyone. It's not always about picking up a coloured pencil or crayon or, or whatever it is. You know, art is how you can express yourself. When you talk to someone, you know, that's, a, that's an art in itself, being able to express oneself with great clarity, great vision. And by great, we mean your own vision, you know. It's going to be wonderful because it's from you. Sarasvati is also the gift of um, musical. You know, in our, our existence, the world is full, the cosmos is full of sound waves that have notes, you know, and in sound waves there's frequencies and vibrations. So the music is a gift of sound frequency vibration. So there is a Sarasvati in every single being Every single human being, there's a Sarasvati within, male, female, it doesn't matter. We're all gifted in musical notes because we're creating our vibrations ourselves by our very existence. We create them. The more conscious we become, the different notes we can then attune to and then share in the way, you know, we when we're feeling happy, our musical notes within our tone, in our voice, shifts. It becomes lighter and brighter. Therefore, that ripples out into the greater world. So we're all musicians of very different natures. So that's one of the many gifts of Sarasvati. Hanuman, the one that knows how to serve oneself for the greater wellness of your, your own being and also then ripples out into the world at large, including nature, Mother Nature and also humanity itself. So that Hanuman is one of the most amazing, and as is Ram and Rama, 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 Ram. Um, also, and as is Krishna, unconditional love, there, all that energy is within every entity that we are, wherever we are in multidimensional realities, those, those resonances are in all of what we are. So this is the podcast we wanted to share with you. Thank you, all of you in Patreon. Um, we're going to upload this for you and then um, as a pre prelude to what we're sharing with um, a wider community, but you getting a preview. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much for your gifts, your wonderment. We're in great gratitude for tuning in, listening, and requesting these podcasts to keep coming. Namaste and enjoy your journey. Nanosecond to you. Bye for now.